sentimentalist. To lose your life for a little knot of flesh like that? You don't frighten me. I don't intend to. I'm out of myself. Out of yourself? Ah! Why, Jack... And here was me thinking there was a ghost in the machine. Yeah, don't make fun of me. I made you for my amusement. Allow me to be amused. It'll hurt you less to listen now than to find out later. Find out what? I'm out of myself. Into another world. Visions now, is it? I've smelt this world before without my nose. Seen it without my eyes. Apparently, even your mechanical mind bypasses reason on occasion. Until now, I never knew how to get there. And now you do. I do. Or perhaps I built my memories of heaven into you. This isn't your heaven. It's in my substance. The past, then. Childhood. I had no childhood, as you well know. You need an overhaul. You're afraid. Inferior engineering. You're frightened because there's something you haven't taken account of. That makes me dream. That makes me bow my head to little Israel. You'll never be prince of the world. You know that. Because there's a mystery here you can't fathom. And if I dreamt it, who was never in a womb, who had no childhood, how much more certain is it that flesh has it in its head, this nostalgia? Can you explain that, engineer? How is it that an engine, mere mechanics, aches to hold in its works a half-remembered beauty? Go to the orchard behind the inn. Wait for me there. Yes, sir. There can be nothing between us now. You realize that. Oh, I understand. No plea for life? Wait. Kiss me. Kiss me, you cog-headed bastard. Kiss me. Damn you. You, you. Bastard. Oh. Excuse me. Trouble with your boy. Hello, Daniel. A fair decision this afternoon, wouldn't you say? Of course it was fair. Scrupulous. Daniel, you won outright. It was a good match, Israel. Here's my authorization. You may collect the money from my lawyer. He's in Oxford Street, round the corner from Fig's Gaming Yard. I'll find him. And the contract? What about it? I'd like to keep it. For sentimental reasons. Well, aren't you wise? Your boy is sick. You know that. Not now. Sick? In the head. In the head? He was at our window last night. Was he? Watching us as we prepared for bed. Peeping on us. Oh, even when we were intimate. You saw him clearly? Mrs. Mendoza chanced to look up. He was at our window. Tears pouring down his face. That's not savoury. He's sick in the head. Then the head must be put right. The boy's got skill. But his coordination's bad. Daniel, come on. Let's go. No bad feeling? None. Perhaps a rematch? I don't think so. Well, you know it then. Shall I tell you what I think? What's that? I think you're the devil. No, don't say anything. If you are, every word you say is a lie, so I'll never know. Not that I want to know. 
Good night. Daniel and Mrs. Mendoza were to die in destitution, of course. But I couldn't take pleasure in that. Not at the same time as... as what I had to do. I had business to finish. It was business. Uh, help me! Somebody help me, please! Somebody help me! Don't shout so loud. Everybody's in bed. There's been a murder. Really? Where? In the orchard. No, don't go. Stay with me. I need to see. It's my job. Where's Freddy? 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 There you are. The whole house is up. Take me away. Drunk. We've got to get back to town before I go crazy. <laughs> Is this one of your scenes? No. Ophelia or some such? <laughs> right. No. A murder, Freddy. There's been a murder. Where? In the orchard behind the house. That's the boxer. Mendoza? The other one. Oh. The younger one. Masterns boy. I saw him from our window. He was just standing amongst the trees. Well, look on that one. I wait. <laughs> I see. He didn't see me. I thought he was ill. It was getting dark, and he was just standing there. So I went down. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. He was kneeling on the ground. And his shirt off around his shoulders. All bare. I was going to say something. Then I saw the Dutchman, Mastern, coming up out of the mist, taking a running step towards the boy with a two-handed hammer. The boy didn't move. He just knelt there, wide, and let the hammer meet his head behind the ears. His neck split, his skull clove in, and sparks of blue fire leapt out. Pieces of his head... His teeth, one of his cheeks, flew all towards me, cut my arm. Silver they were, flesh on one side, silver on the other. I saw another blow before I ran. There was no more than a stump at his neck. His head was gone. Damnedest thing. Jesus, preserve us. Look! I thought I saw you running off. Oh, God! Freddy, he's got his head! Do something! Don't get too close. I'm the Duke of York. It had to be done. Beat the fellow's block off? He betrayed me. You understand, a general like yourself. Um, touch perfunctory. I made him what he was. Was he to have no trial? He was my flesh and blood. Bad show. He could have been a great fighter. His body was unscratched. It was this... This. His brain. What's left of it? Damnedest thing. His sentimental, conscience-stricken, nostalgic little mind. Weak in the head, eh? Yes. Out of his misery, then. You understand. You brute. Both of you. Were I a brute, would I mourn? I hope you burn in hell. Freddy, I'm leaving. Could I trouble you? For what? The clockwork, his brain, you say. Why not? Here. Wonderful. Give it to the lady wife. Or the mantelpiece or some such. <laughs> Conversation piece. <laughs>
I never made a man so happy so easily. <laughs> Pitiful. After this fiasco, did you return to hell? Yes. For how long? I intended to bury myself away forever. In 1812, I married Lilith. We had children. Well, how many? To date, 613, all mortal. Oh, thank God for that. I wouldn't have my children live like me, Your Honor. But you haven't stayed in hell, have you? I made occasional visits to the world, but fewer and fewer. As you clearly have such deep-seated contempt for us, why do you come out of the earth at all? It's not easy to completely forget your charges, Ms. Lamb. So you still consider yourself the prince of the world? Until I'm delivered back to my father, yes. These last few decades, you've been more active than ever, surely. Flying visits. In Europe and America, we have account after account of appearances. The Pentagon, the Kremlin, a certain bunker in Berlin. This is high-level influence. There are, thankfully, parties who value my experience. I put it to you that you emerged at the beginning of this century to wipe out humanity. That since that time you've used every means at your disposal to encourage division and dissent. You have no evidence of malice from me. Frustrated ambition, perhaps. Resentment, even. But nothing more. Was it merely frustrated ambition that made you kill your own son? Not that again. Leave it alone. <laughs> Mr. Kyle, please remember that you're the defendant's advocate. You're doing him a disservice. My apologies to the court and the defendant. You felt cheated, sir. Isn't that right? What of? The world. I want to be home. Surely you understand that. Even you. Though I heard your mother wouldn't have you at her deathbed. You felt vengeful. No. You wanted us dust because you couldn't have the power over us. Is that true? No. I call your wife. Lilith. She's here. Objection. A wife cannot testify against her husband. That's the law. That's true. Your Honor, this is no natural husband and wife. We have children. A hearth. Too late, dear. Light of my life. Uh, this is the, the wife. I'm not his wife. I'm his concubine. Or I was. Now, this is still unlawful, I think. Shut up, little man. I will have my say. Why are you doing this? You think that I don't know you? That woman? Who? Her! Jane? I'm lost. <sighs> They look at each other. Are you blind? My husband's been making love to one of his prosecutors for the last two days. There's nothing between us. Miss Beck, are you in alliance with the defendant? No. The wife can't testify. Remove her from the court. Oh, I demand to be heard. Will somebody please remove her? Wait. As the devil's advocate, I move that the wife's testimony be heard. The defense has no objections. I object. I'm your lawyer. Sit down. Kyle, I don't want her giving evidence. Well, I do. Maybe we need to hear your story from somebody close to you. She's too cruel, too petty. Good, good. She'll humanize you, make you look a little more human. Jane, what? Is what Lilith says true? No, there was a misunderstanding last night, but I'm not in allegiance with him. Do you want to be? He's a monster. The devil himself. Of course I want him. After this, Kyle, I'm dismissing you as my advocate. Do that. Why did you choose me anyway? Oh, little man, it's in your blood. 
kneeling and kissing me. Kyle, you call yourself, so nobody will know, but I know. I'm not ashamed. You're a liar, Kuypenhauer. Your blood's mine, like your father's and your father's father. Oh, Jesus. Why am I so slow? So, what does the defense want to do? The wife testifies. Let's hear her. Go on, man, before war breaks out. He was in hell 50 years, and we live together in peace. Do you know how much you hurt me? Be quiet! He was having a boil on his buttock, Lanced. Uh, you remember every little detail, don't you? Silence! The defendant will hold his tongue during the witness's testimony. Verrier arrived. Poor, deluded Verrier. Now, Verrier's the victim. I, I won't tell you again! He brought with him a book, and news from the world. What was this book? By Darwin, The Origin of Species. <laughs> His satanic majesty was most excited. And the news? Well, somebody had announced in Europe the death of God. Friedrich Nietzsche. The man was crazy, of course. Suspiciously devoted to his mother. There's the death of God? <laughs> Lucifer was ecstatic. He danced, skipping on the spot, clapping his hands. But why? Did you really believe that God was dead? Of course not. But it was enough that humanity might believe it. Better yet, they discovered their true heritage. I believe in tradition, father to son, back beyond the apes. He said he had the opportunity now to tread the earth as its master. And why not? With my experience, I'd be benevolent, rational. And I said to him, aren't you happy here? And he said, how can I be happy with a race of ambitious nits on my head? Ambitious nits? Did I say that? The woman has the memory of an elephant and the thighs. Uh, I remember he took hold of Verrier and demanded the obscene kiss. Stop this woman. <laughs> he was smiling. You know, I hadn't seen him smile like that before or since. Shut up. Shut up! A careful campaign, he said, and we can set the world on fire. You lying bitch. It's true. You know it's true. Order! Order! <clears throat> he said that he'd hold a war. I swear I'll beat your brains out. Silence! You say one more word. Go on. He said he'd hold a war, and it would be called the 20th century. Uh, uh, watch out! I'll kill you! Grab him, Kyle. Let me go. Stop it. Sit down or you'll ruin everything. I never said that. Bitch. You swear those are his words, Lilith. I swear it. Thank you. No further questions. Kyle? No. Yeah, well, you're dismissed. You see, Jane, everybody deserts me. I'm alone. Good night, light of my life. I shall hold a war to be called the 20th century. With those words, the case for the prosecution rests, Your Honor. Kyle, your, your closing argument. Kyle! That's not my name. We have no more evidence to offer. Oh, yes, we do. I've got a piece of evidence I'd like to give to the court. My name isn't Kyle. It's... It's Kuypenauer. My family is German. I've asked myself these last two days why I was chosen as the devil's advocate. After all, I'm not the greatest lawyer in the world. Well, it seems subservience to the prince of the world runs in my family.
a story my grandfather used to tell, so, so preposterous, nobody believed him, about how he met Lucifer. I would like to tell it now. Well, is this relevant? Oh, yes. It's relevant, Your Honor. He was a soldier, my grandfather, in, in Russia at the end of the war. Just a common private doing common duty. A few weeks before the conflicts ended, he was in a forest near the Russian border when he met a man. The young soldier, Kuypenauer, walks alone through a dense wood, seemingly lost. The sounds of the fighting close, getting closer. He carries a baby wrapped in a blood and dirt stained cloth. He sings softly to it. The devil sits beneath a tree, writing in a journal. Well, what are you doing here? Are you Russian? Huh? There's a curfew. Sorry. Now get back to your house. You want your head blown off? I'm not a local man. This is forbidden territory. I'm a historian. Just just keep out of the forest. What's your name? Why? Answer me. Georg Kaipenauer. Ah, I need some assistance from you. There's no time. This child. Dead? Not quite. I found her amongst them. Why am I telling you this? Could you just direct me to the mass graves? That is where you brought her from. Yes. They, they piled them up. Some of them are still breathing. Oh, there have been atrocities then. I thought I'd finished. But there's no rest for the wicked. Finished? I've taken it upon myself these last three years to chronicle the names of the casualties in Europe, especially the Jews. I've just come up from Dachau, thinking the work was done, and what do I find? Why? Why what? Why chronicles the dead? We've committed genocide. You and I, Germany. The least we can do is make an account. So, I've been asking the dead their names before they go to dirt. All the names? As many as I can find. You, you write them down? Mm, here. Such a small book. I have a neat hand. Germany, why do you look so unhappy? All the engineers of hell couldn't conceive of this. I am humbled. The teacher taught. You have set the standard for a coming generation. No, no, no. no. It wasn't me. Oh, never is, Germany. Why, that's the trick of it. How shall we ever stop it when we can't find the culprit? Owning up to evil takes the courage of an innocent, an unresolvable state of affairs. Do you want to give me the child? What for? Aren't you withdrawing? I hear artillery. Close. You don't want to be weighed down. No, no. I'll take her. What's her name? I don't know. For the records. She isn't dead. Give her to me. But she's not dead. A little gestural, isn't it? Looking after a single baby when somebody's laid her whole country to waste. Give her to me. You must save your spotless skin, Georg. No doubt you have a family of your own. Children, grandchildren. Give me the child, and no bullet will touch you. She's so small. Dispossessed, Georg. She doesn't want life. She'll only resent you for it. Oh, everything's confusion, isn't it? You don't know which way to turn. But between us, 
We are the architects of the solution. The world's ending, Georg. This is wise. There's no light to go by. There's only the engine demanding ceaselessly, ceaselessly demanding to continue. Relinquish the might. No harm. Let her go. There. There. That's it. So precious. Which way are the graves? Back across the pass, to your left, two hundred yards. Thank you. You have my deepest respect and <laughs> admiration. I'll always remember you. Please excuse me. I must take her into history. <laughs> oh, I, I let her go. To my shame, I let him take the living child and bury her. Criminals I've known, always apparent, brutal men. I've showered with them. They were flesh enough, but this bland evil, so so reasonable, so understanding. I never knew it, but it's it's the devil himself. The devil himself, you. That's why you chose me, isn't it? Because I was the son of the son of a man who'd served you. And you believe in history, in what's in the blood, in the great squalid tradition. Is this the evidence? What more do you want, Lamb? What more can I add, Your Honor? What more, indeed?、Uh, shall we move on to the summing up? I refuse. Come on, we're so close to having this over and done with. I call for a retrial. I've gone along with this farce, and I shouldn't have. He's a murderer. I know it. He's a rapist. He's responsible for more crimes than you'll see in a thousand trials. Please, Kyle. Kipe an hour, if you please. Well, well, no retrial. My heart wouldn't bear it. A recess, at least, Your Honor. No, let's get to the finishing arguments. A recess would give us time to talk, Kate. About what? Well, a recess makes sense, but、uh, just a couple of minutes. I, I want us gone before dark. These crocodiles. Why did you move for recess? We've been so stupid. We should have pressed the home advantage while we had it. McCready left a message for us. I know. I read it. You were there. It was babble. You read the words, not the sense. Don't be so damn cryptic, Jane. Sleep, remember? He told us he counted sheep going through the gates of heaven so he could get to sleep. When he came back from heaven, he hadn't slept. No more sheep, he said. Why? No shepherd, he said. Why? My lord, Chomsky's dead too. Remember? Slit his own throat. No sheep. No shepherd. We have to tell Popper. Kyle's right. The trial's void. No. But the whole point. The devil wants to return to heaven. Let him go. Catherine, the whole trial's nonsense. We have to lose. Give him the victory and lock him away forever. Kate, that's not fair. Is he fair? You're no better than him if you trick him. So Lilith was telling the truth. Doesn't he fascinate you? He repulses me. You're being simple-minded. And you're behaving like an adolescent. God, if you want a father figure, take Popper. Damn Popper! Damn you! Damn all of you! He's got to you, hasn't he? 
Words are all you've got against him. More's the pity. He's more than words. Yes, he is. I said to Popper last night, he was like something you'd find under a rock. A soft voice that speaks to you in the dark. Well, he's not even that. He's a vacuum. He belongs where there's nothing. Nothing to nothing. I can tell Popper. Jane, no. I want him brought down. Find anyone else. Go someplace else. All right, all right, all right. Attention, please. Uh, uh, Mr. Kyle refused to continue as the devil's advocate. I have no choice but to call for a retrial. Unless the defendant wants to act as his own advocate. We're so close to being done. Uh, would you be happy with that, Lamb? I'm not obstructive, and it would save the necessity of another trial. And the defendant? I've never been very persuasive, but I'll try my best. Well, very well. This court is in session. Uh, summaries, if you please, the case for the defense. Ladies and gentlemen, as well you know, denial is never as easy as assertion. To say no to the mirage is difficult when one is thirsty, though to say yes will only prolong the agony. You're thirsty for a victim, and in this deluding heat I look like your man. Someone to hang your bad meat from and say, that's the one, he's the cause. <laughs> now, I'm not spotless. I've been hungry, fed on power a little, flesh a little, drunk down on happiness because it matched my mood. But ask yourself, is any crime deserving of 10,000 years of suffocation? You can give me air, which is joy. Don't envy at me. Put me back in heaven, as justice demands, or I will rage against confinement and thrash in my pit until I bring down the world on my head. That's all. Mm, uh, uh, most eloquent. Uh, the prosecution... First, Your Honor, I'd like to say that Mr. Kyle's desertion leaves me aghast. Forget Kyle. I can't. I see his betrayal as the last of many described to us over the last two days. This creature came to us with a reputation so foul that his name stood for depravity. But what have we found when we look a little closer? That time and again, he is cheated by those he trusts, rejected by those he loves, and far from being the great manipulator, he's limped from one mincing failure to the next, crippled, loveless, and defeated. I don't believe what I'm hearing. Is this your influence, Jane? No. Can we convict him? Any more than we can kick a dog with its bowels out, dying in a gutter? Look at him. Wounded and out of his season. Doesn't he look, in his confusion, in his cowardice, and in the profundity of his misery, a little like us? Let him go to heaven and never come back. Oh, this is most unorthodox. The devil's advocate starts giving us his family history. The prosecutor decides she's got it all wrong. It's bewildering. Jury members, wherever you are out there, 
Well, somebody's watching me, so it's either you or the crocodiles. Let me point out that the rules of this court allow for no debate. Vote guilty or not guilty. The majority carries the day. Simple as that. If you want a little guidance for what it's worth, uh, let me say this. He's a mixed bag. So are we all, even the best of us. I don't think we can doubt that he's done harm. Perhaps, uh, perhaps terrible, terrible harm. But he's also been cheated and betrayed. The question is, does he deserve paradise? Do any of us come to think of it? It's curious, watching him these couple of days, hearing the stories, to find a fallen angel so like ourselves. I don't find that very comforting, personally. I would have liked a little less uh, humanity in him. But the similarity is no reason to punish him. Is it? <sighs> My head hurts. The jury. Somewhere near or far, invisible to the eyes of man, nod at one another, smile and glare at one another, malicious and understanding in their looks, vengeful and forgiving in their thoughts. They exchange silent arguments, shouts and whispers through space and time, as they decide the devil's fate. And now, has the jury reached a verdict? Yes, Your Honor, they have. Is the court assembled? Yes, Your Honor. Uh, will the court rise? Read the decision. In respect of the trial of Lucifer, also called Old Nick, also called the Evil One... Never also... mind the also called, just get to the finale. The jury finds the defendant not guilty. Thank God. There is justice. Why did you defend him? We all have our reasons. <clears throat> the defendant is now bound under the rules of this assembly to return into heaven permanently. Do you agree to this? Of course I wouldn't overstay my welcome. It's not polite. And do you swear never to return to earth? Oh, I swear. An oath isn't sufficient. If having left us, he attempts a permanent return, his existence is forfeit. You understand that? Yes, I understand perfectly. Kate, he's got what he wanted. Why weren't you swayed by the evidence? No comment. This court is dismissed. We can all go home. Thank you all, and goodbye, my dear Jane, my prosecutor, Catherine. Thank you. Even you, Kuypenauer. Hey, Lucifer loves you. Remember that. I, I suppose we go home by truck, huh? No flying? I think the miracles are over for today. Uh, then we should hurry. Kyle? I'll organize the loading of the trucks. Yes. Popper, my very best to your grandchildren, especially Oscar. <laughs> He's quite a boy. You should look in on him one night. Surprise him. For a 12-year-old, he's got away with a book of matches. And you, Kate, so sorry to have ruined your career. If you weren't a lesbian, I'd suggest motherhood. Last, last to come, old Nick. Oh, and Jane, your mind's closed. What are you thinking? Nothing. You're struggling to keep something from me. No. A declaration? A minute here is a minute of neglected joy. Why don't you go? Oh, at least a kiss. Your Majesty. Oh, live a short life, Jane. 
Come to me soon. <laughs> yes, very. The hosts are assembled below us, Lord. Principalities and dominions. Oh, are they really? Are we ready to go? No, Verrier. We shall not be going. What? Does a triumphant son return to the city of God, trailing two hundred scabs? Would you wish that on me? I go alone. Please. Good night. You see me in power, in glory. Come back, we won't be cheated. Come back. I warned you. He left us here. He left us here. Even me. Oh God. At least he could have put me out of my misery. Prepare yourself, Verrier. The story isn't quite finished. Give me the protection I'm going to need, and you may get the death you want. What protection do you need? Against what? I've tricked him, Verrier. Oh. Is he out of heaven? No. He's in heaven. A small crowd, Felix Popper, Jane Beck, and Sam Kyle, join Catherine Lamb and Verrier. They gather round, or cower, as heaven boils over. The devil screaming in anger, in betrayal. Kate, he'll kill us all. Verrier's here. Will somebody tell me what's going on? Lucifer wants a word with me, I think. Oh, my God, there's something coming out of the clouds. Christ, help us. There's nowhere to hide. I'll kill you. You vomiting, crab-infested bitch. You turd-faced, pus-mouth, putrid scum-sucker. No. Get off me. Help. Someone help me. Verrier. Verrier, grab him. Verrier jumps on the pile, on the devil's back, attempting to wrestle him from Catherine Lamb, suffocating at the bottom. I'm too hot for you, Verrier. I'm burning. Let me go. Or you burn too. I want this bitch. Why haven't you gone? Found heaven. No. Or you forfeit your life. She's cheated me. You have to go back. Let me go, Verrier. I'm too hot to hold. Go back where you belong, Satan. You knew, didn't you? Knew what? Yes, I knew. MacReady told me. You what? 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 What did she know? The city of God's empty. Hear me. Let me go, Verrier. Jace put me in heaven, locked me away forever, and it's empty. That's why your miserable warrant carriers slit their Christian throats. God has gone. I'm alone. There you Let me loose or I burn you up. You killed him. It's what he wanted. You can't help yourself now, Lucifer. Giving gifts. You want to kill me too? 
I don't mind so much. Bench. The others will come with me, at least. Carol, Beelzebub, Belial, do you hear me? Angels, come with me. I didn't mean what I said. Come with me. A deafening rush. I would go if I were you. They're not going to listen. And if you stay here, you may be hanged by the neck. Uh, I'll find some way to pain you. And it will be terrible. Your hand doesn't reach that far. Take another step and you'll be wiped out. I'm not defeated. I'm strong. You can't throw me away. You have to go. I'm going too. Jane? Are you crazy, woman? I want his company, and he needs mine. But it, this, this is forever. Locked in heaven. With that. Don't touch him. He burned very A. Jane, stop. Look. See? He's cold. It's all relative. I see that now. Don't let them send me away, Jane. You all need me for justification. What will you tell your children to keep them quiet? What will you hang your crimes on? There's no harm in me. No harm in all the world. Come. Let's go. Hand in hand, the devil and Jane Beck ascend into heaven. I've got to go back to the courts next Monday. Divorce cases, mostly. I'm not sure what she did was strictly lawful, you know. He, he may have grounds for another appeal. The point is, it was just. Yeah, well, you're so old-fashioned, Kyle. I like that. Felix Popper and Sam Kyle return to the trucks to pack for the long trek home. Catherine... She's gone, Catherine. Are you upset? Real hurts go so deep you don't feel them for a while. Ask me in a week. I hope she's satisfied. Hmm. Are you finished? Finished. History always begins with a cry and ends... Wait. What are you saying? It's the wrap-up. Ends? History doesn't just end. Well, I have to say something. I have to have a close. It doesn't end. What should I say, then? <laughs> Whatever you like. You won't be shot for it. Well, I can't think. Wait. Maybe history doesn't end. Maybe we go on. Sometimes this. Sometimes that. What can I say? In one month, cold so your skin shrinks. In another month, fields of risen color. Water meadows filled with sky. New birds. On and on. 
world without end. Clive Barker's The History of the Devil was adapted for audio by Brian Smith, with sound design by John Cruci, and Foley sound effects by Sue Zizza and David Shin. Clive Barker's The History of the Devil starred Dylan Baker as the Devil, with Ashley Albert as Pia Shin and Lilith, Catherine Borowitz as Catherine Lamb and Therese, Tracy Godfrey as Nancy Kyle and Polixeny. Merwin Goldsmith as Verrier and Jack Easter, J.R. Horn as Judge Felix Popper, Tim Jerome as Jesus Christ, Daniel Mendoza and Kuypenhauer, Simon Jones as the reporter, Rebecca Nice as Ula Shim and Isabel Nider, April Ortiz as Yakshi Kanishka, Alette and Mrs. Mendoza, Dick Rothstein as Belial and Nicholas Vidal. Jen Sprague as Jane Beck and Barbara, Nick Wyman as Callimachus and the Duke of York, George Czar as Milo Milo, and Chip Zion as Samuel Kyle. Clive Barker's The History of the Devil was produced and directed by Brian Smith. Assistant director was George Czar. This has been a production of the Sci-Fi Channel's Seeing Ear Theater.